Hi, I'm Kerry. I'm the host of Best of Us Investors. Yesterday on our Friday afternoon Zoom call, our tribe has this call every Friday. We got into a pretty deep discussion of how you make money in in a bear market. And Gabe came up with uh, his strategy of trading options, uh, writing calls, selling puts. And he went into a pretty deep discussion, and there was uh, quite a bit of interest in it. And so we're actually going to put on a special Zoom call for our Patreon members uh, of how to do that. As he said, it's pretty safe. And then this morning, I picked up the Wall Street Journal, Saturday mornings, and I came across this uh, article that was entitled, The Higher They Climb, The Further They Fall. And what it basically is describing is that the, the so many of the stocks that had climbed extremely high had fallen very far, and some very unusual stocks, at least to my thinking, are now at the top. And the one that they put here on the top, and I'll show you this, it's on the uh, upper left-hand corner is Occidental Petroleum. And then they show the next highest performers as uh, ConocoPhillips, Chevron, Bristol-Myers, Lockheed Martin, and Kraft Heinz. What struck me was uh, of the top three, uh, Occidental, uh, Conoco, and Chevron, these are dying industries. These are industries that are basically going to go away with the advent of electric vehicles and solar energy and wind energy and replaceable energy. And and yet, because of some short-term circumstances, that being um, the Russia situation, they're at the top. Yet the stocks that I like that I trade, not trade, but buy and hold because I believe they're going to change the way I live in the future are down in in the bottom performers as we speak right now. And and that includes Google, Apple, Microsoft, uh, Tesla, Amazon, NVIDIA, and then the the very poorest performing uh, of the major stocks in S&P 500 is Netflix. And what I realized is the the way you deal in the stock market is very dependent upon what your current motives are. And those current motives will dictate to you pretty precisely what you need to be doing. So let's first of all get out the disclosure that this is not financial advice, just financial education, and we'll talk a little bit more about it because I think you need a clear understanding of what you're willing to do, what you're willing to learn in order to make money in the stock market. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. So I guess it comes down to, like anything else, how much time do you want to put to it? How much education do you want to pursue uh, in order to pursue what you want? And what are your goals? If your goals 
are to supplement your weekly income, well, that's going to be very different than someone like me who is looking for an exponential growth by spotting the next big thing. Um, whereas the individual who wants to supplement his, his weekly income is not is looking for the very next thing, not, and and probably not looking for exponential growth, but multiple times of growth, and that'll get you into options, day trading, um, and and then if on a little longer perspective, that would be swing trading. Uh, I I I pride myself on being an investor. And I think I fall in that category because I believe it's safer. I Oh, I mean, you're, you're, I, I'm invested in some very risky stocks in that they're not making money now. I'm investing in the companies that are not changing my life today or better said, not reacting to what's happening in my life today, much as why Occidental Petroleum is up, is because it's a reaction to the Russia-Ukraine war. It's a reaction to what happened last night. And what happened last night will affect the price of a stock today, or maybe today and tomorrow or today and tomorrow and this week. Whereas if you are not willing to play that the game that way, and you're more interested in saying, I want to look further into, in, into the future, and I don't want to be spending my every hour uh, monitoring the stock market and reacting to it, but instead I want to invest in the future, then I have to do f- more research on what are the stocks that are undervalued today, probably in some cases because they are, they are breaking into a field of technology that is not come to maturity, and therefore they're not making money. And, and, and my best example of that was the internet in 1987. Nobody who was engaged in the internet in 1987 or 89 or 93 were making any money. And yet, you're hard-pressed today in 2022 to find any part of our economy that is not affected directly by the internet. So that's what I call a super business cycle. A business cycle is just a, 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 a movement and a rotation in business as it moves through its maturity. A super investment cycle is a a cycle in which the whole element of the economy is going to change as a result of its introduction. And that's what the digital that's what the that's what the internet did. And that's what the digital revolution did. So when I look at Occidental Petroleum and I say, do I want to buy it? No. As, as it says, it's up 100% in the last several months. Um, is it going to stay at up 100%? Will it grow another 100%? I don't know. I, I think it depends on the severity of the oil situation. 
But I think we would all could all agree that they are a dying industry. That that there is a a collective motive or a collective agreement that we got to put them out of business because they are polluting our planet and they will probably if they are allowed to continue will probably kill the planet so electric vehicles are coming into play less oil used uh, solar energy is coming into play less natural gas used or oil uh, less coal. So I don't want to be involved in a short-term play, so I'll go for a longer play. And I've said many times, um, my, mo- my, my biggest investments are in these companies that have fallen the furthest, uh, Google, Apple, Microsoft, um, Facebook, uh, NVIDIA, Tesla, Amazon, um, because I just believe very strongly, that's roughly 60% of my portfolio, um, they're going to change the way I live. They're involved in everything that I do. Um, they are the biggest advertisers, and I think they, they have the, the most knowledge and the most experience and the most foresight as to what's going to happen in the future. So that's where I invest. The other thing that I think is just is going to dwarf the change in our society created by the digital economy, the Internet, is biotech. I just don't th- see how you can look past that. And right now, those stocks are extremely de- depressed. And so I would su- suggest to you that you look into Editus, CRISPR, Caribou, um, Illumina, Invate, uh, Pacific Biosciences. These are all companies involved in genome sequencing and genome editing. Um, and that, I believe, is going to change the world that we live in. Uh, and I would encourage you, if you're not as strong on it as I am, to to get it in your portfolio and be able to say five years from now, because it isn't going to take from 1989 to 2020 to involve the whole world as it did with the digital revolution. The biotech revolution isn't going to take that long. Once they proof get proof of concept and the FDA says, we can take disease out of your body, how many of you are going to go to the back of the line or say, I'm not getting in that line? Thank you. But no, thank you. I want to keep this disease that I've grown and my ancestors have passed on to me. I want to keep it in my body. I, I kind of look forward to dealing with cancer or heart disease or Parkinson's or, wow, I can't wait till I get dementia. I don't think that's the way it's going to be. I don't think there's going to be a question as to do I want to play or, or participate in this uh, cleansing of our bodies of disease. I don't think there's going to be a reluctance to it. Now, some of you may have the same reluctance um, that you have to had to the vaccine that you believe it's a conspiracy and it's it's a way for the government to take over your brain. But once you see it in action, 
you'll fall in line as well. Okay, I thought that was just interesting um, how how the market is truly focused on the short term. And there's nothing wrong with that if, in fact, that's your motives. If your motives are to make money on the short term, um, my motives are more to build a fortune, to build an, an asset base that will just continue to grow. Okay, um, it's the weekend. Uh, going to go out and have lunch on the screened-in porch and enjoy a nice sunny day. Talk to you again tomorrow. Music.